0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Battlefield. I'm your host, Jessica Trout. Man, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, I actually had to go today and I actually had to help my mom at her grooming place. I had to help with a new cat. Yeah, that didn't go so well. Um, this cat has never been groomed, and so that's why I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I mean, it was definitely an experience to behold. Um, I did get scratched and I got bitten, but I'm fine. It just sucks because now it's like, I don't know, it looks really bad. (laughs) It just looks really bad. So yeah, um, it has been a very interesting week and a half almost, you know, I've been working night shift, um, I don't want to see frequently, but it feels that way. Um, anyway, it's... But it's, it's, it's great. Um, I know sometimes I'm tired. But, you know, my body still hasn't gotten used to the idea of it. Um, I've done it before. And it's, you know, it's because I was younger. <laughs> you know, I'm now 31. I'm not exactly spring chicken like I used to be. Um, but anyway, I do... Want to talk about um, the fundraiser thing during school. Now, here's the deal my kid just started um, kindergarten, right? Okay, so the first or second day he comes home, he takes out his folder that they send with him with stuff in it that he did at school. And of course, there's a side on the folder where it says return to school if there's like permission slips that we get assigned or anything we have to sign. And then we could put it straight back into that folder that has his name on it and his grade and uh, his teacher's name, I think, and then, you know, send it off. So it's actually pretty nice that they do that for us. Okay, so he brings out his folder, right? And for the parents that have been through this every year, you know how it feels. Um, I only know how it feels because I used to do reset mouth. I used to do gymnastics, and so we'd raise money for our leotards, and those leotards are really expensive. So, luckily, I lived—I used to live in a town when my parents were actually married—that um, a lot of the people loved, you know, paying for the stuff we would sell, um, especially a lot of the old folk there, especially the church-going people there. They were really nice about buying the frozen cookie dough and all that. From us, so it was. It was as kids, you think it's a fun experience, and all you can, all you care about is getting the cool stuff at the end of the fundraising. Now, when you're a parent, you're just like, you gotta be kidding me because kindergarten. <laughs> come on, guys, they're kindergartners. You're as a parent, you're doing most of the work, asking the people for them. You know, if they want to buy anything. So yes, my oldest came home with a fundraising packet and it was mostly like, there's a magazine that said tis the season and then another one called, I want to say Otis Spunkermeyer is how you say it. And it's like cookies and treats and cake rolls and pies and cheesecakes and they, oh my God, you guys high dollar shit. I'm like, oh, like $20 for a fucking pizza. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. No one's going to buy this high dollar shit. I mean, I never had to do this. This is my first time doing this for my child. And now I know how my mom felt. I'm like, that's the exact moment I knew how my mom felt. She was like, oh my God. Once I pulled it out and I asked if she wanted anything. And she goes, oh my God, No. I hated those. I hated those fundraisers. Oh my God. They're so expensive. But of course, obviously the proceeds go to helping the school, you know, in helping the kids that maybe need help or the families that need help with like lunches and um, school supplies. So of course, I don't feel like by any means negative about that situation. It's just, I know I had to do a lot by myself. My kid was not interested in going door-to-door. Door. I definitely wasn't interested going door-to-door. Door. And so I got on social media, in all of its glory, I got on it, and I did a big post, and then I did go to my group that I'm a part of for the fire department with all the wives, if asking if they wanted anything. I mean... Obviously, my grandmother got a hold of me, and she's like, I want to buy something. Bless her freaking angelic heart. I mean, there is no bounds. There is no bounds with that woman when it comes to helping out with finances and stuff. Like, she is the queen bee of our family. But she also has a sweet tooth like I do. So, she, when she spotted the stuff in the magazines, oh my gosh, she's like, <gasps> <laughs> She always does that gasp. <gasps> Oh my god! Oh look at that! Oh my gosh! That looks so yummy. <laughs> it's always that little gasp. It's hilarious, and I and that's good because that means she's happy. She's happy to see that, and it makes me happy that she's happy. My mom, even though she was like, Ugh. she was like, yes, of course, I'll buy something. He's my grandson. I mean, she, I think deep down inside, she was excited to want to try some cookie stuff because she knows she can just bake it and give it to my son. <laughs> so I think she was kind of, I think she kind of enjoyed looking through there because she did some see some things in the magazine of Tis the Season about, because it's mostly like Christmas stuff. And I did put by, I did ask people, you know, if you want to stock on, some Christmas things. Now is the time from this magazine. If you, unless you just want to go to Walmart, that's fine with me, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, so that's what we did. But seriously, guys, my point is the boom right out of the gate. It's here's a fundraiser. It has, and by the way, this is like, they didn't get enough time. They said, Oh, by the way, it's due September 5th at the office. I was like, are you kidding me? But I mean, we got three people and those three people ordered a good sum. So I said, you know, if we get at least one, even if that means it's his great grandmother or my mom, it doesn't matter. At least that's one. You know, I'm still contributing. You know, we're contributing by participating and raising some money. You know, it doesn't matter. So even though he didn't want anything to do with it, he didn't know what the hell it was. I mean, he's kindergartner. They're handing these out to kindergartners. Like, I don't, I'm sorry, I'm I'm that mom who's like, can you wait till they're older, like, that they kind of understand a little bit more, especially what they're getting out of it, maybe? Like, yeah, I'm one of those moms. I mean, there are moms who will push and push and push and push their kids to go door to door because they see even there's prize money in for it, in in it for them. And of course, we all know the money actually goes to the parents, but it's like... Wow, greedy much. <laughs> so that's just how I feel about it. I didn't mind doing it, raising money to get leotards. Doing a hobby, I was doing a hobby, but and this is for the school. So yeah, I did. I did try. I was trying my best to let everyone know that the catalogs were out and it was open, and you could do online orders or you could do the actual from the magazine order. Um, but (laughs) it was still a pain in the butt. Okay. I developed the order form and everything and so on and so forth. And actually, um, when this fundraising pack came in, guess what? In the shitty mom of all seasons, or should I say for all seasons book, there is actually a chapter about, um, PTO fundraiser, (laughs) annual or the annual PTO fundraiser, but Anyway, to me, it just, it can go for any fundraiser at this point. So, yeah, I, when I read that, I was like, oh my God, is this what I'm going to be looking forward to? Because it lists different types of fundraising moms. <laughs> yeah, you guys, that's, that. yeah. I mean, there's honestly, like, no kidding. They hit the nail on the head when they wrote this chapter because I've heard about it, I've heard it all, and it literally speaks volumes of what is to probably come in the future of school for my kid in my participation. <laughs> it is whoo. I mean, it kinda of took the breath out of me. Like literally reading it, it took the breath. I literally had to stop and take a deep breath like literally do a breathing exercise because I'm sitting there thinking to myself, you've got to be joking. Oh my God, you've got to be joking. Is that what I'm looking forward to with other moms? I mean, because everybody's different. Everybody acts different. Everybody has a different personality. And let me tell you, some of those personalities, sometimes they need to be tamed a little bit better. But anyway, that's just, you know, coming from one person. So um, we will take a break and then we'll come back and um, I will read you. <laughs> what I read so stay tuned Uh, welcome back to Battlefield Um, we were talking about fundraising right and we were talking about how that I read a chapter on fundraising in the shitty mom book and I I told you they hit the nail on the head pretty well like this is exactly what I'm probably going to be looking forward to Um, and also this is from probably their experiences as well And that's why they write like they do, because they probably had these experiences. Like, I don't doubt it. These women are probably like, man, we need to um, write a book, but make sure we put the nitty gritty in there, because it's something that a lot of moms are going (laughs) to be experiencing, but we should probably forewarn them first. And that's kind of how I view this book, and that's how I kind of view this chapter. Um, I love the title. It's called Miserable Bitches Unite, the Annual PTO Fundraiser. Okay, it's so... Fucking, that's, that right there just takes the cake. I mean, it can be hard to know what you look forward to the most. Is it that you get to wait behind a counter to serve food to impatient assholes for zero compensation just like you do at home? Or is it that you can get to do the, all this thankless work on your way or day off with some of the most miserable bitches in the world? Your fellow moms? Well, that's really hard to say, isn't it? So, um... They write, put a bunch of moms in a room together to cooperate on a project involving children, some of whom are their own and the rest of whom they don't actually like, and they will eventually turn on one another. Stay-at-home mom will launch an unsolicited dia bribe about bribe about the importance of family dinners and the work-life imbalance. And all I got to say is, thank you, stay-at-home mom. <laughs> Not to all of you, the percentage of you that do that. Single mom will respond with a comment about primary caregiving that includes the words boredom, privilege, and in air quotes, working. Full-time job mom would agree if she were there. But conflicts like these are just the low-hanging fruit. If you want to volunteer at your kid's school, gird your lady loins. Those PTO bitches do not play. Do you hear me when I read that to you? These PTO bitches do not play, and I'm pretty sure that's a warning. Warning number one. <laughs> there, there it is. All right. So you got the high powered finance mom. All right. Are you ready for this? Okay. Like the sentence said, Gerd, your lady loins for this. So the high powered finance mom, well, she's a tiger mom, Asian or otherwise. And so. She just got laid off after working 100 hours a week for 15 years. She suddenly has a lot of free time In a relaxation induced panic. She signs up for every shift at the PTO hat sale. They're just giving an example, by the way, she shows up and pumps in pumps and a blazer wielding a clipboard. <laughs> when she finds herself surrounded by women who are wearing blue jeans and sneakers, she assumes they are nannies and starts giving them orders. After ignoring their polite efforts to make conversation, HPF mom gets offended when one of the nannies asks her to hang up vinyl signs. She could obviously be running this whole operation. She performs one menial task, leaves the building, and never shows up for her 20 other shifts. Oh my god, there's another warning. Don't you just love the high-powered finance moms? (laughs) Oh, and they did shorten it to... Hpf, if you didn't catch that so uh, that's nice than saying the whole thing and then you got the hippie counterculture rasta mom i think that's how you say it which i have no problem with by the way you guys i'm pretty laid back myself i know a lot of people don't agree but you know here we go the hippie mom has relaxed attitude about everything requirements schedules, haircuts for her sons because she's so mindful and accepting and calm. Hippie mom is also always happy to pinch in for the community. I said pinch. It's pitch. <laughs> but don't be surprised when she shows up late, brings both her kids and immediately asks for a chair. Not for herself, of course, but for the four-year-old she's carrying in her East African baby wrap. Good news is that he's almost weaned. Less helpful to your Fundraising effort is that after reorganizing the seating for 10 minutes, talking with her older kid about his anger for 10 minutes, and then calling her Reiki therapist to set up an emergency session, she has to leave again. Living 100% in the present, she suddenly remembered the future is coming. It's her turn to host the drum circle, and she hasn't even made hummus yet. Peace out. So again, you know... I kind of vibe with a mom like that because, yeah, like, I mean, she's carrying her kids in tow even to help, like, reorganize and set up a lot of things. So, you kind of have to give her props on even trying to be there while wielding all of her kids. So, if you ever run into a mom like that, well, just just try to, you know, give her some grace. I mean, because she's really trying. So, the high-maintenance mom. Oh, my God. I'm not trying to be judgmental here. I really, I'm really not. But I've already had my run-in with these moms. So the high maintenance mom. It's ten minutes until the doors open and the tablecloths aren't on the bingo tables yet. The games director asks the mom who's doing nothing to do that. But you soon understand exactly why she was doing nothing. There's nothing she can actually do, or at least in, uh, much of the table. Should I? Or excuse me. <clears throat> Or at least nothing she can do without asking for help. Which, I don't see anything wrong with that. How much of the table should I cover? Should the tablecloth be taped down? Do you want the colors to alternate? Are the bingo boards supposed to be underneath the tablecloth like this? Which, by the way, I don't know who would even ask that. Oh my god, are you a congenital asshat? You don't say that to her, but you can't help thinking it, because every time high-maintenance mom asks a question, you have to stop doing your own task and do hers. She's really sweet. You want to feel grateful for her assistance, but wouldn't it be more efficient for everyone the PTO and the whole goddamn world if she just went home and fucked up her own tablecloth? Again, questions aren't, I mean, you don't have to feel stupid asking a question, but at the same time, I mean, I've said it again and time again in my sessions and stuff, in my segments. Common sense is literally drifting away from humanity. And that's really all I got to say. But other than that, I mean, yeah, I'll help her. OCD mom. Everyone's favorite subject. At her day job, OCD mom is an anesthesiologist. Being slightly obsessive-compulsive is a perfect quality for someone who is mixing coding cocktails for surgical patients. Sometimes the school also benefits. Nobody else wanted to organize Tupperware the teacher break room, so many mismatched lids. She brought her labeler-, labeler to the art fair so that the pom-pom balls wouldn't get thrown in with the felt scraps. Major crafting chaos. She le- she's good at setting up tablecloths. Just don't give OCD mom a, t- a task that needs to get done quickly. Like face painting, where there's always a long line, there's no time to sanitize the brushes in between customers, or to start over if the paint smudges. It's a manured cheek, Dr. Strange love, not a critical chest wound. Wasn't that uptight bitch with the clipboard supposed to work this shift? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... When- Let me tell you what I do when I have to, you know, be around those people. I'm actually at work, I am around an OCD person or two. Technically, I just, I'm cordial. You know, I just do my job. You know, if there is something that they are doing that feels more like bullying than asking me to do something, I literally will give the cold shoulder. I will act like I did not hear them, and I will not speak at all to them. I will walk away like they were a fart in the wind, because that is probably the best thing I can do, other than snapping at them. So, And then I get in trouble for it. So, goody two-shoes, Mom. <clears throat> Remember that girl in seventh grade who always warned you against making a bad choice? Truth is, she was usually right. That roof was way more slanted than it looked, Boys don't delete boob shots. Fast forward 30 years, and GTS mom still knows everything. She has no greater passion than her kids, and she spends all her available time volunteering at the school. She also thinks you're a brainless cretin, and keeping that information to herself would feel to her like being wrong. When you asked where the popcorn machine was stored, she rolled her eyes. When the upright piano toppled over stage and you giggled because the music teacher started crying, You, she reminded you that the school can't afford another piano and questioned your shallow ethics. A child could have been killed! Never mind that no children were on stage. Break it up, everyone. Fun is over. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> these moms, I've had kids in my class actually be that way especially the very home sheltered ones. Not that there's not that there's anything wrong with sheltered kids and their parents like feel like they need to protect them from every little thing and so they grow up to be like that. But it's like, okay, <laughs> chill. All I did was ask you where the damn popcorn machine was. You don't have to roll your eyes just because you've been in the storage room a thousand fucking times more than I have. And I hate it when people do that to me because it's like, you know, I don't usually go in there. So please do not roll your damn eyes. It really upsets me when people do that. But, you know, it's one of those things where you kind of just stay cordial or you can just give the cold shoulder. And just honestly, just be like, yeah, okay, great. Thanks for your input. But, um, you know, I don't think I'm going to take it. Like, sometimes I'll nicely tell people, you know... Duly noted in the trash. Thank you. And then I'll walk away. Perpetual outrage mom. Okay. She used to be a teacher of some kind. Hmm. Now she uses all of her available. Intellect to complain in regular letters to the school administration about the educational system. She's here to help, but mostly she's here to bitch. The fundraiser is a perfect opportunity because she's surrounded by people who might also be angry about the school's lack of transparency and is its pathetic library in the absence of talented and gifted resources, and, of course, standardized testing. Does the principal even follow the debate on testing? Has he read the latest research on the mainstreaming? Doesn't it seem a tiny bit suspicious that he funded the Unicycle Club and then cut the after-school program in European languages? That last comment makes you wonder whether her outrage is a little bit... Iranian in flavor... But, mostly, you want her to stop. You can't solve these problems right now. You have to solicit donations for the pathetic library. I really don't have anything to say to that, to be honest. Except that it is annoying when you get people who bitch and bitch and bitch and bitch and bitch and and moan and bitch and moan and bitch and moan. Okay? Why they do it, I don't know. So bad hygiene, mom. It might be a cultural thing or a religious choice. You don't really care, and you don't really judge it. All you know is that the gymnasium is hot and stuffy, and you need to remove bad hygiene mom from the premises. There's more air circulating in the hallway near the front doors. Give her a job out there. How about hanging up posters? If she protests that she is only 4 feet 8, tell her you want the posters at shoulder height. Or send Goody Two-Shoes Mom to assist her. Bitch totally had that one coming. Ah ah ah. That's right. You best believe it. She had it coming. And last but not least, the fundraising director mom. I bet that just made chills go down your spine of annoyance. Um, While other PTO positions rotate from year to year, this woman does the same job year after year. She can't stand doing it, but with an even greater passion, she can't stand the idea of someone else fucking it up. One year, fundraiser director mom comes up with an ingenious plan for a big harvest fair. The playground is filled to insanity, and the lines stretch out onto the sidewalk. Just then, some diva mom with an art degree shows up to complain that she can't possibly work the dunk tank unless she is provided with a shaded umbrella. Human skin is like an art canvas, she says. It must remain supple and taut. F.D. Mom blows a gasket, slaps the diva across the face with her Stanford, NBA, and resigns. The following year, when the school ends up with a $10,000 shortfall, everyone finally understands how good she was. Well, at least nobody got sunburned. Reminder, you know how you can bitch about your kids, but if someone else does it, you immediately classify her as a backward or sexist? That's how Fundraising Director Mom feels about people who mock her fundraising. That was educational, wasn't it, folks? So, honestly, <sighs> fundraising, I have no problem with. It's the moms getting to know them or how they act and run things is, I think, the main part of the whole deal. And I think other moms are can be very intimidated very annoyed, very stressed, all because of fundraiser, and, you know, they don't know how long it's going to be. They, they The cleanup afterwards, or not even that, setting up and the cleaning up afterwards, like, I get it. It's a mess. I believe some moms shouldn't act so high and mighty, to be honest, because I don't think they realize they're adding more stress to the new moms, like myself, to fundraising. Um, But luckily... You know, I don't have to do anything right now in order to communicate. I don't mind communicating. I really don't. Um, I did sign up on um, if I wanted, you know, help with some fundraising as the year goes around, you know. Um, So I did sign up for, like, say, yeah, I want to try and do it kind of thing. And then they'll get a hold of me and let me know when it is. And so it's... To me, it's just, you know, I'm the kind of person who will sit there, just smile, be cordial, act like their whole ordeal doesn't bother me, because in the end, they're going to shut the hell up. I used to do that during school when I was being bullied, and my mom would always tell them, kill them with kindness, and I said, no, why? She says, if you act like it doesn't hurt you, they're going to eventually stop. So that's what I did, and that's how I've kind of been living my life. Um... I don't mind. Hell, but if it gets to the point where they're attacking me all the time and it seems like it's just me, then yeah, I'm probably going to firmly give them a little something, you know, to think about. <laughs> I don't know how nice it will be, but I know that I'm the kind of person that I can only take so much shit until, you know, it's just like, okay, you know, I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear it every day of my life. Um, same thing with work. Like, we already kind of had, you know, a headbutt with somebody who, yes, is OCD. Um, And I said, you know, I'm not like you. And I would prefer you to quit telling me what to do. You are not my boss. Okay. Um, And we do get paid the same. So, you know, and of course, being only four months in and new. I, you know, I stood up for myself. I said, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for this, but at the same time, if I'm going to come back into the CNA field, I'm going to stand up for myself. Because let's be honest, all, most CNAs in the field, dude, they bitches, okay? They're moms too, and they're stressed out, but they take it out on people at work all the fucking time. And I get a little sick of that, okay? And a lot of them are mostly there for the paycheck. So, kiss my living ass, seriously. I will do I will say something. Hell, I'll even go be a tattletale if I have to. You know, back in the day, I was when I first started my CNA job, I was working at my first rehabilitation center and these girls were always talking about, you know, how that they were not go snitch. They were not go snitch on on me. They better not go snitch. It was their word. Snitch, snitch, snitch. You know, because then I heard one woman say, you know, if they snitch on me, I'm gonna make her life hell. And this lady was like in her 50s. I'm like, how immature can you be? Oh, God. So yeah, I mean, we're getting off track here. But the fundraising thing, you know, that is all up to you. And if some moms like get upset because you'd never want to do it, let them let them. They're only mad because they feel like they're contributing and you're not on purpose. And that's where everyone gets their lines crossed because you're not purposely doing. You just It's not your thing. It's not your thing. Okay? And people need to realize if you're not comfortable with it, you're not comfortable with it. And sometimes it just really upsets me when people think that you're supposed to be, oh, hell on wheels comfortable with it. And you're not. Okay? I mean... Especially if you got shit going on in your life. You know, that's literally more important. That's on top of the priority list than a freaking fundraiser. So, I mean, you do you, boo-boo. Okay? I'm just going to tell you that right now. Well, I hope that was kind of eye-opening and funny. Even though I stumbled on my words a little bit there. I don't know. I must have been talking too fast. So anyway... I am going to rest the rest of the time for my oldest, where I have to pick up my oldest at home. And um, I do have a pancake feed tomorrow that I have to go help out at. So it is, and then there's going to be a parade afterwards. So we're just kind of celebrating our town, you know, kind of thing. Anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And I can't wait to talk to you guys again. Bye.